0: time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did, because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart, they've got passion for God, they're leading intercession on their schools, they're set apart, consecrated under God, and they've got a vision and a mission for their life. Hey guys, how are you? You alive? All right, um, well tonight, uh, before we start uh, my talk tonight, I wanted you to meet uh, Caleb Kinnaman, and he is, uh, he's a cadet over at the Air Force Academy. He plays football, and uh, he's, just, he's just one of our leaders here, and I love what God's doing in his heart. I love his leadership, and I just wanted you to hear some of his story. Uh, he's obviously a phenomenal athlete, uh, and, but he also really loves Jesus, and so I wanted you to get a chance to meet him. So let's give a big DSM welcome to Caleb. Come on. What's up, DSM? Good to be here. Uh, I just want to share with you for a couple minutes just about uh, how I got into where I was at right now and uh, just some of the things God's taught me to where I'm at right now and just what he's doing with me. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I grew up playing football, man, since I was the age of four. I just, and it's the culture there in Florida. It's just what, you know, it's just what you do. And, And I had a real, real drive to play football from the time, you know, I was real little and, I, grew, I was a premature kid. I was pre, one month premature, and I was really sick when I, when I was first born. I was in ICU for a couple months, and, uh, you know, my doctors didn't think I was going to make it. And so growing up playing football, because of that, I was, I was a little stunted. I was a small guy. And uh, I know it's, like I'm, I'm, it's not where I need to be right now, but I'm not too small anymore. But uh, I was real tiny, real struggle. Just growing up, people told me, hey, you can't. You can't ever go to the next level of playing football. You're just not going to do it Um, because you're just small, just real skinny. Uh, So I got to, I was 13. I was entering my freshman year in uh, high school, and I was six foot tall. So it's pretty tall, and I weighed 130 pounds, which, and I was playing defense, right? I was playing linebacker, which is, in Florida, is not happening if you weigh 130 pounds. It's just not, right? It's tiny. So... I was just, always was just pushing in the weight room, going hard, 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 as hard as I could. And, uh, but it was always that, hey, you're small. You're not going to make the, the varsity football team. You're not going to do it. So I made the varsity football team. And then they said, oh, well, you're not going to play. You're never going to play. So then my, my sophomore year ended up starting. And then people were saying, oh, oh you're not going you know, to be able to be anything good. You're not going to make all city. You're not going to do any of this stuff, right? So everyone, anyone got know about haters out there? Everybody's a hater, let me tell you that right now. And uh, even David Perkins, he's a hater sometimes. We went and played Oklahoma, he was hating on Air Force. Didn't want us to win. So uh, everyone's hating, saying you can't do this, right? So it was in my dream, it was my dream since I was a little kid that I wanted to go play college football, right? It was just in my heart. Was, I put everything into it. On the weekends, I was just, I wouldn't go out and hang out with my friends. I'd be in the weight room. I'd be spending my money on supplements and food just to, so I could get bigger. So uh, it was my dream. Let's go play college football, right? So I played for a real small school, and they uh, said that no one from my school had ever gone and play college football. So just working, working, working. get gets to the point where I'm a senior, right? We go to the playoffs. It's my senior year as team captain. Go to the playoffs. Never been in the playoffs before. Um, make it there. And uh, we lose in the first round. So, boom, there goes my shot to play college football. It's done. Not going to get seen by anyone. Don't have any offers. So I uh, keep pushing, though. The season's done. It's over. No one knows who I am. No one knows anything. People are saying, those haters are coming back to me. They're saying, you're crazy. Why are you still working out? Why are you still eating the right way? Why are you still sleeping a lot at night? Why are you doing all this stuff? There's no way you'll make it. None. Season's done. You're never going to play football again. You're never going to put a helmet on again. So I keep pushing. I don't listen to them because it was in my heart that I was going to play college football. So my coaches pulled a couple strings for me, got me into this bowl game, the shrine game, that was just kind of, you know, just for this classic thing they did in Florida, just for people that weren't really going to college. But, you know, they kind of had a shot to maybe go D3. So ended up practicing, practicing. The first day I got there, first day, one of the coaches comes up to me and says, the only reason you're here, the only reason you're here is to be a practice player. Only reason. So don't expect to play, none of this. So just kept pushing, just kept believing, hey, there's a chance that I can go to college and play football. Ended up starting that game. Ended up getting offered out of practice to come play football for the Air Force Academy from an offensive coordinator that had been hired, and I play defense now, from an offensive coordinator that had been hired by Troy Calhoun five, it was like five days after he'd been hired. He's in Florida on a recruiting trip was there for receivers, happened to see me, came over there, asked me after five minutes of watching me practice that, hey, I want to talk to you after practice. So I ended up talking to him, ended up going out to dinner with him that night at Outback with him and my dad. I'll never forget it. And uh, he sat down, said, I want you to come play football for us. So I ended up getting a couple more offers out of that because kind of this way recruiting works in, in uh, college. Is once one team offers, kind of a couple other teams jump on the bandwagon. Um, it so up coming out here. Now, the reason I tell you all this isn't to say that I'm some, you know, superstar, great person that just worked real hard and got everything that he deserved. It's not at all. i doing because God was working through me the whole time. He'd placed it in my heart that I was going to play. He placed it in me and that I wasn't going to let the haters. I was going to let what people said. I wasn't going to let the hype determine what was in my heart. Well, so I get here into college, right? And, uh, I, I start, I come on, I go to the prep school, had a good prep school year, come in as a freshman, go through basic training, end up playing, getting on the varsity team as a freshman, traveling, playing as a freshman here, which, which doesn't happen a lot. But you know what? I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy at all. And I really questioned, I should be, right? I was, I was on TV. It had been my dream. I've been dreaming of it for 18 years, being on, on TV, playing on field in front of 50,000 people. It had been my dream. I should be happy, right? I had arrived. I wasn't happy at all. not at all. I was depressed, I was down. and so it really I just really asked, I was like, "What is going on? What is going on? Why am I not happy?" And God really told me, Holy Spirit came into my heart and he told me, "I want that devotion from you, Caleb. I want the devotion that you've been given to football that you've been putting every single thing in your entire life into football. I want that devotion from you, from me. Football is nothing. It's a game. I want that from you. So what, what that means is, is that God had been teaching me, because I thought I just wanted to play football, right? I thought I just loved it. That's all I wanted was to play football. But you know what? God was teaching me through how passionate I was about football, through every single little thing I was doing for football, every sacrifice, every dollar, every weekend, that I just stayed in and worked out. He was teaching me through that the discipline that I took and, and the passion that I needed for Jesus Christ to put my life into him. All those things, it was just lessons. It was just the game, it was nothing. So why so why do I tell you this is that I want every single one of you in this room to find your passion. I want you to find a passion that we should all be passionate for Jesus Christ, without a doubt. But I want every one of you to find a passion in something, something that you can sell out into, that you can sacrifice for, that means something to you. Because when you find that, God will use that to teach you how much you should love him, how much you should give to him. Because that's what it's about. It's just a lesson. Because he he is what, that's what's important. And you know what? The flip side of that is, and and what is the scary and, and exciting part of it, and what will humble you, is that You put all this effort, all this heart, God uses it. You put everything you can into something, but you know what? In the end, no matter how passionate you are for him, no matter how much you advance the kingdom, you won't even come close, not even close to how passionate Jesus Christ is about every single one of you. Not not even close. He loves you. He died on the cross to come for you. There's nothing that you can do. That, will just, that even comes close to how much he loves you. But you know what? You will learn a little bit, and you'll become a little bit closer to him because you will understand what it means to sacrifice, and it'll just be magnified by how much he sacrificed for you. Now, um, I would just like to pray over you all real fast. I thank you for letting me come up here. And uh, just for you all to find y'all's passion so that you can grow deeper with him. So if every every uh, head bowed, eyes closed. and thank Father God, I pray that the Holy Spirit would fall upon all these men and women here tonight, Lord, that you would just show them what you want them to do, Lord, and that you would allow that, allow the passion they put into that, the effort they put into whatever that is, to be magnified in how much effort and passion and just energy that they put into you. And that would bring them to a closer realization of how much you, Lord, how much you love us, God, in your name. Amen. Thank you. as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom i'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart they've got passion for god they're leading intercession on their schools they're set apart consecrated under god they've got a vision and a mission for their life